Welcome to the Check This Out Podcast, episode number 153 with your host, Ronald All and Brian Briggs. In this episode, we talk about some AI and what's going around the EDU sphere. We're going to talk a lot about AI, plus some note-taking tools and Adobe's own podcasting platform. And a free suite of tools, some music-making fun, and much, much more. All on episode 153. Did you know, Brian, that the number 153 is the 17th triangular number? Nope. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) (laughs) That means is a giant pinball. I used to love doing the Wii Sports and, God, ultimate bowling, like not 10 pins. And if you keep going the next row and the next row and exponentially bigger, you can get to a 17th triangle rows of it is actually 153 bowling pins. So that's that's that. Yeah. Take that one. How how fun would that be in real life? That would be awesome. Some of those Wii Bowl and all those Wii Sports things. I did buy that, by the way. I bought a new Switch. You got to love that. I bought that in November. Played twice. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. Just sitting there. Come on. Fire it up. Hey, did you know if you're listening on January 17th, it's National Bootleggers Day. So calling all you moonshiners, rum runners, and whiskey smugglers, today is your day. Brian, have you actually ever had illegal liquor before um, have you ever had moonshine i have not i have had one have you? i had a peach apricot something brandy that somebody made and it was like when you always hear like it that'll make you go blind and you're like oh yeah i could see that that's that's definitely not can can i share something that doesn't surprise me that you've tried it hmm. <laughs> because you feel like i'm somebody who tries things yeah <laughs> All right. Yes, is correct. Uh, you are listening to episode 153 for January 17th, 2023, titled AI. Yep. Welcome to the Check This Out podcast, the EdTech podcast for educators looking to find inspiration, motivation, or just that one thing they can share with others and say, you got to check this out. C-105. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome to yeah. I had to do that applause there in case anyone is still listening to this. But yes, it's, it's, it's been a while. How long has it been? It. I looked on it. Our last episode was All Hallows Eve. So we Halloween. Did it on Halloween. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Oro's released yeah. on Halloween. Martin Luther King Day. And yes, it is. We just do. We do holidays usually. It's the holiday episode. We're dressed. Dio on Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Again and again and again. We should do that. A podcast It's just we restarted halfway through. Every so often we start. Welcome to episode 154. Like, wait, did they already say that? <laughs> That's <an> idea. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll plan on that. Okay. And a bunch of quotes from the movie Groundhog's Day. Uh, Phil. 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 So we're here, Brian. We're podcasting in 2023. We made another another calendar year, my friend. We did, man. It's I, I can't even remember when we first started. 2014? It's forever Is ago. It? I don't even want to even do the math much anymore. But yeah, it's, it's, long been, time. A while. it's been a long yeah. time. It's been way too long. So our, but I'm our, glad we're still doing it because we still got some fun, some things to talk about, huh? I, I think I think when we're in education, there will always always be something to talk about. Even though stuff kind of got 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 quiet there for a while. In what? In education? 
just education and PD and PLCs and PLNs and all that sort of stuff. And we've talked about it ad nauseum the few times that we have podcasted. But I don't know. It does seem a little bit, even though in California we're getting tons of rain, like maybe there's a hint of sun coming. And I don't know, like in terms of this other world, it does feel, do you feel it, Brian, too, that there's a hint of a blossoming again of people ready to, I, to I have get the, out again? Yeah. I think it, we're on the cusp of something, um, the cusp of blossoming. Yeah. Uh, this atmospheric river <laughs> is, is, is sprouting. Yeah. I do feel uh, something good on the horizon. Um, there has been a peak of interest uh, of kind of, you know, it's like, if you're not going to use it, it's going to go away. So, you know, let me read. I I've had my, you know, uh, washing off of the whole pandemic online type learning i think people are coming back to what's interesting them what's Mm -hmm. their interest in their passion so for sure for sure all right yeah i'm excited i'm I'm looking to be able to talk to a couple of my teacher friends locally we even within my own site and we're like hey let's bring back so we're gonna bring back some pd so we're gonna we're starting our own homegrown pd thing and i reached out to my principal and said go for it so like we're just gonna start bringing back the voluntary but just want to show up in somebody's room and we'll rotate and share some ideas and just get some stuff going. So, yeah. I, and I'm hoping, um, after the Q conference in March, possibly April, um, doing like a, if cap Q would get back to me, have a cap Q event, uh, and call it uh, Q to you. And so whatever you learned at the Q conference, bringing it back here and sharing it to those that did not go to, down to Palm Springs or taking what they learn and put their own spin on it and just to Mm -hmm. share it out. Just, you know, and, and I've seen some of these local, uh, Q affiliates, they're like doing like nine to one. It's not a full day thing. So maybe like two or three sessions, um, Mm -hmm. something like that. I think just a little snapshot. What about you guys? I know that we're not really active as much as we once were, but, um, We'd we'll love to hear back from uh, from those of you about what do you feel like the thing's coming back? Do you feel PD is coming back? Do you feel like you want to to regrow your PLCs and all that sort of stuff? But topic for another day. But Brian, what did we want to talk about today? We wanted to talk about uh, I, what's the exact title? We wanted to talk about AI. Uh, everyone's been talking about it. Uh, all the podcast bloggers. Um, are they really talking about it or is it AI doing it for them? Uh, so the artificial intelligence, and again, it was that chat GPT, uh, is taking everything by storm. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's funny, I don't know how many times you've logged on to it, but it's like the server is full because everyone is just totally, I've not got that yet. You haven't got that yet. Mm -mm. Every time I've gone, it keeps bringing people back to awesomeness. And I just, (laughs) it's just, I know it's not for comedy. It can be, but it is. It just makes me laugh, maybe because of what I'm putting into it. But (laughs) I'm afraid what you're putting into Uh, it. (laughs) Yeah. So people are unaware. So that's what we're going to do a little deep dive on, Brian, right? It's AI, not necessarily just chat GPT, but AI in general, right? Yeah, AI in general, because over, over, I mean, again, I don't know if we need to break out our tinfoil hats on this one. Um, on this conversation, but like even over Christmas break on the social medias, uh, people were doing, uh, I believe it was called Lumio AI or Lumia AI, which was a photo and you take your photo and it like, pro- I didn't do it because it, it costs like a dollar 99 and it gives you, uh, four like cartoon or anime images. But like mm-hmm. my, the tinfoil hat came on in my mind was, okay, you just gave everyone your facial uh identity 
And like I was talking to Bill Selleck about it. He goes, yeah, if you read the fine print is that company um, is by approving and paying your dollar 99, they took the rights to your image and to your face and the artwork that you did. Uh, so it becomes theirs. And I believe the company was under heat because the images that they were using to match with computer was stolen images already. So it, it, there is a very, there is a, there's a, there's a line there, um, the, the on privacy and whatnot that's crossing with this AI, no, but no. that was the image part. Okay. That's my tinfoil hat. Yeah. Now so generally, how do you feel about, before we go into some of these specific things about all the, the tools that are out there and what, but what do you generally feel about what's happened, the state of the state in terms of having computers and algorithms make some intelligent decisions and choices moving forward. It's I, and again, I think it was about five years ago in uh, project tomorrow was a survey and they say like the, what's going to be predominant in five years and like five years ago, it was AI. So we did see artificial intelligence coming. Um, even that's like one of the, the top five job fields to get into. So, mm-hmm. but again, I think it's just like when we talk about uh, students are going to use this and cheat well, they were using Google already, according to people that they were using Google to cheat. Uh, they were searching terms. It's it, there's always something around. Uh, their students are going to find. This is a, a big one, though. But this is big. This is this is a big one. And they, mm-hmm. I was talking to my daughter and her boyfriend. They said there were kids in their class using it in their final semester in high school. So this has been around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chat. This it got noise is because the chat GBT. GPT came public um, before it was always in beta and private. So, mm-hmm. and like students have been using it now. It's just like, it's, it's time to be aware. Yeah. Um, so how I feel about it is for sure. Like everything that we, we're going to share some resources and feel free to do your own research if you're interested in this stuff. But um, yeah, there's, there's, there's pros and there's cons. There's uh, not actually just cons, but there's uh, things to be concerned of, concerned about for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- w- the, but it, in, the thing that I'm okay with is the we are like you mentioned, we are going through some revolutionary changes. Mm-hmm. Massive shifts are happening right now, and then how do we shift and change due to these? due to these? How can we be able to adapt to a new world in which that, how do we be able to get assessments from students and know that you're learning, get assessments from you that are not copy and pasteable? We used to call it, hey, make sure it's not Googleable or copy and pasteable. And you're like, no, now make sure it's not AIable if that's, that's not a word, but you know what I mean? And um, so I'm excited about um, those shifts that we're doing, um, yeah. th- those transformations. Um, what I am concerned about is, is, is what's too far. Like so many people have done throughout time. And as somebody who was fascinated and all I think about is movies all the time and science fiction and all that sort of stuff has been out there for years and generations, putting up a, a flag and saying, Hey, by the way, watch out for this. You know, of course the famous films that we probably know are the, the matrix and Terminator and things like that. Like, yeah, what happens if Skynet goes too far, if things become self-aware, but there is some real inherent dangers. And so that's one of those things that we always need to be conscientious of. And um, who is, who is the, the voice of the, of that, because it can't just be stop. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hear teachers all the time. You hear them too, Brian, in your world. The uh, people that are saying, this is terrible. Ugh, computers these days. I'm ready. I want to flip and retire. I want or And they just complain. I'm like, okay, well, let's not just try to complain, but let's, how could we be stewards in this, in this new future that we're living in and such? So I, yeah, it feels like we're just still riding, riding new waves coming at us. And even, even if you say like the teacher saying, I want to retire because it's getting out of hand. Even if you retire, it's going to be in the real world outside of education. Um, we're heading down what <laughs> the route of Wally when we're just going to be sitting, you know, computers are going to run our life and we're in lounge chairs. Uh, but again, I think this goes beyond, um, education. It's going to, it's going to be what's, what was the, uh, the video and you can put in, type in your own text and it'll say that script, uh, the deep mm-hmm. fake, the deep, I mean, Uh-oh. it, that's, that's going to be next. Um, but I mean, that's around, but I, 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 and what you mentioned before, again, is the, you know, what line does it cross, um, Mm -hmm. on this? I, it it can go too far, uh, but like, who's going to step in, you know, you just can't do it. And, and on my end, you know, and you're in the classroom, they say, block this, block that, you know, block the site. So they won't use it with AI. Um, if you're looking at like blocking websites, it's just going to be whack-a-mole, because then there's going to be another site pops up and you know, that they can use. It's just like video game sites and you know, the students are going to find ways around it to use it. So again, it's how, how to teach to use the tool for good than for evil kind of thing. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, there's the idea, but just saying, stop it, stop it, stop it. We can't just stop things, but how do we adapt? And, and unfortunately our folks our, our friends in the world, the admin world and, and uh, we're out there like struggling to be able to live in the, uh, now and be able to make make rules and all that sort of stuff. It's just it's bonkers out there. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, in the show notes, I, I listed a, a ton of links and research that, you know, people can go check out. There's a whole bunch. But the one I thought was interesting was Canva. Um, you know, I've been I've been all in on Canva. Canva has a magic right uh, on their new Canva docs that has A.I., but it's not enabled for education accounts. So if you have your private account, you can do the AI write something for you. But mm-hmm. if you're in, if you have it as your education account, it's not, it's turned off. And like I saw on Twitter saying like a, a survey, like, Hey, do you think we should turn, turn on magic, right? For Canva docs. So it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. I mean, do you turn stuff off or off turn on or off? Uh, okay. So let's do a little jump in here. Let's talk about some of these, um, tools and resources that are out there let's start with chat gpt first shall we brian sure what's what's tell the one you are writing first off what is it it's, do you know what it is it's 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 fascinating it's basically it says like what do you want to chat about and then you type in like you can put a like a ton of that write a screenplay and anything i think i saw in the show notes what was it? What did you write down there? I wrote create a commercial about the check this out podcast about how the check this out podcast is the best education podcast. And here's the and, answer. Are you tired of boring lectures and dry t- textbooks? Then look no further than the check this out podcast. Our dynamic hosts bring you the most interesting and relevant educational content in a fun and engaging way from science and technology yep. to history and culture. We've got it all with the check this out podcast. Learning has never been more exciting. Tune in now. And join the thousands of listeners who have already discovered the best education podcast out there. Check this out, where education meets entertainment. Thousands of listeners? <laughs> That's over time, right? Over, over time. Over over the eight years of us doing this, there has been yeah. Yeah. 
there's been three people. A fan, that's a fantastic commercial soundbite for the show, right? That it is. Next, you're going to be able to have some celebrity voice say it mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. You know, goodbye cameo. <laughs> it is. And so what, and whatever you think that you're limited to with chat, GPT, chat, uh, GPT, it just rolls off the, off the tongue. By yeah. The way. It's, it's, um, it's great. <laughs> there's just more. I just, you know, people are like, Hey, ask, asking it to write Microsoft Excel. Um, um, but functions for you Spreadsheet. and spreadsheets and and such. What are some of the things that you've done with it, Brian? I've heard I've heard also someone is writing up Python code and it'll write up code for you um, to do in programming. I just briefly wrote in uh, what's what's a technology plan for a school district, and it created the whole outline how to fill one out. Um, so it is it is pretty crazy on there. And, I, I, and it's not like folks for the, you you you, you got to check it out for sure. Like. I mean, that's what the show's about is check this out. Yeah. And this is the number one thing people should be checking out. It's not like the Google, like, give me the answer. Like, hey, when did this happen or what did this? Like, no, no, no. Like, these are like, it's it's creating things. So the one that I did at the beginning of the show is I wrote, create a screenplay about a high school teacher, Mr. O'Donnell, and his friend, a podcaster, <laughs> podcaster Brian Briggs, who was short and funny. <laughs> oh, I didn't wrote this it. full on <laughs> That's so bad. Interior high school classroom day. A middle-aged high school teacher, Mr. O'Donnell, stands in front of the classroom, writing on the board. He turns to a bunch of teenagers and begins to speak. Blah, blah, blah. Cut to Mr. Briggs. I'm good. This is Brian. I'm just wondering if you had a minute to chat. I'm working on a new podcast. I wanted to get your perspective on the education system. Sure, I'd be happy to help. And it's writing all of this stuff for you. We're sitting at a table, sipping on coffee. We're doing a podcast. No problem, Brian. I always enjoy our conversations. I'm a bit. <laughs> I'm a, gotta admit, I'm a bit jealous of your job, but teaching must be so rewarding. Oh my god, this stuff is just. When you're saying like this stuff can't write itself, it can. And it, it can't is. write itself. It is writing yeah. itself. Yeah. Here, here's how There's, it ends. Here's how it ends. The two clink their coffee cups together in a toast to make it a difference. To make it a difference. Fade to black. The end. <laughs> should we should react that we should re- or you can totally do that in a cartoon. We can, it's yeah. A script, yeah. I just, so, I just typed in eleven things you can do with Chat GBT. Quickly write a customized resume and cover letter. Uh, create original jokes. Explain complex topics. Solve tricky math problems step by step. Yeah. Wow. It, it, yeah. It's, a, it's just, so for me as a history teacher back in the day, like I, I gave it one of my uh, classic. Uh, uh, essay prompts, and it did a hell of a job. I asked it to compare the Silk Road trading system to the Indian Ocean Maritime System trade routes, and it gave me pros. It gave me similarities and differences and reasons why. And I'm like, yeah, yikers! And this is not going to get caught by Turnitin.com. No, it is. So some people are like, "What are we supposed to do now?" And you're like, "Oh boy, yeah." And that's a tough one. That's a tough one to be able to answer because I do want my kids to be able to write. So how people will often say the easy answer is good to change what you're a- you're asking. You're like, are we changing to having kids write essays? Like, I, I think we still need to have them write. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that one is. Do you? No. Uh, again, I wonder if you can write in chat GPT. Is this plagiarized? And then paste the paragraph in mm-hmm. and see, you know, if teachers use it. Uh, to check work or does this AI become more sophisticated within, you know, uh, these, these sites that check for plagiarism. Yeah. 
So, all right. So th- that's Chad GPT. Um, there's tons of w- some resources out here. I think there's one that you shared with um, Eric Kurtz is really good, Brian. It's not necessarily just yeah. about Chad GPT, but you want to explain this? Yeah, he wrote, uh, he typed something in. I believe it was in Chat GPT was the whole, I don't know what the topic was, but the whole, oh, it was Chat OpenAI, um, something similar again. And he wrote the whole blog post. The, well, AI wrote his whole blog post on an AI wrote this post basically is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then again, he just typed in um, the, some parameters and the AI wrote it all. So AI in the classroom and he wrote about it, potential benefits, uh, potential negatives conclusion. So yeah, it's crazy. And then he has some links to other AI stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys, like we talked about, you know, the idea that it can be a great way. So like, I'm literally thinking about doing it. I don't want to hide my students from it. And one of them that he had on here is about student engagement and motivation. I'm literally, my, my kids have to create a, uh, they have to film a, a dual film for uh, their own story and it's due in May. And right now the kids are brainstorming and a bunch of them are doing the, I'm stuck, Mr. O'Donnell. I don't even know where to begin. So I'm going to, I'm going to have the conversation with those, with them here and uh and say guys let's open this thing up and and check it out with the intri- and how naive am i for sure or pollyanna on this to be able to think that maybe this can just be the nudge to get them started because they really yeah. don't want to be able to have do an entire film or their entire story their own their own work and have the computer do it i could see somebody maybe want to do it for the novelty but i would think that hopefully would just be the a spark per se. And so that's what one of these uh, positives that Eric mentioned was, you know? Um, yeah. And so there's other resources that are out there for sure about how to be able to things that you can be aware of and things to be concerned about. Yeah. I, I mean, for your students, it'd be funny just to have them type in, I, I need to write, I need an idea. I'm creating a student film um, for school and I need an idea. And I wonder what it would create. Are, do you have it fired up? I'm going to give it a few things. Student film idea about what? High school drama. Let's see what comes up. Type into a high school drama class and someone feeling left out. There you go. Ooh, error message. Maybe it's down now. All right, I'm going to start this again. What else you got on there, Brian, as I start this over? Uh,. Let's see. Again, I, I put uh, Canva's magic right. And then there's a great resource down here from Nicole Zampano. Um, she created uh, chat GPT through an educational lens. And it's a Google slide and it has clickable uh, links on there. And it has what are AI chatbots? What is chat GPT? Try chat GPT. A deep dive with chatbots. So there's all these different categories they can look in using the educational lens with these AIs. So it's, it's a pretty cool creation. Um, and again, it's, you can follow her. It is N M Zumpano on the Twitters. If you're still on Twitter by chance. So mine sitting here, I'm on chat GPT and it's fun just watching this happen here. It gives me a three paragraph synopsis of it. They gave me the title of my film. So I wrote, create a student film about a high school drama class and someone uh, feeling left out. And it gave me the movie title. The movie title is called Encore. Great title. Encore is a coming-of-age story about a high school drama class and struggles of fitting in. The main character, Sarah, is a shy and introverted teenager who has always dreamed of being an actress. She en- she enrolls in her class, yada, yada, feels overshadowed by others and co- classmates. She's struggling to find her place. But with the help of the drama teacher, she begins to realize her unique perspective and talents that would make her special. 
She gets to shine on stage. This film explores the themes. Oh, look at this at the end. This film will explore the themes of self-discovery, friendship, and the importance of believing in oneself. It's a heartwarming and uplifting, uplifting story that will resonate with anyone who has ever felt like an outsider. My God, that's let's make that movie right there. That's crazy. I mean, again, oh, okay. the, these are going to be screen play, the screenplays. All right. So, hey, you also got some image. I've seen a bunch of these. I I, I love watching John Oliver, and he he loves sending his people, his crew of his army of of followers, so often do AI image ones. Have you seen uh, what he's done with his? No, I haven't. Oh my God, John Oliver marries a cabbage, and all of a sudden he sh- he shows what all these people have put into the AI generator and John Oliver marrying a cabbage and these absolutely just made up pieces of art are just wild. So what do you got here for some of the visual ones? Uh, some of them, again, it, there's, there's ones like, I, again, that one that Lumina is, that took the whole thing by storm. And I think TikTok is doing it now too, you know, taking your image and making an anime mm-hmm. on there. Um, Again, it, it is pretty crazy. There's what's this one here? Fodor is the AI image uh, image editor. So you just again, you just type in some text and an AI image will come back. So um, you just type what you want to see in a phrase and separate them by commas and it'll generate a photo for you. Yeah, uh, this is the one I, I clicked through in the chat there. There's some of the the John Oliver stuff of him marrying a cabbage. It was one of the segments <laughs> he did. But, God. but that means the computer had to know who John Oliver is to be able to create yeah. these images. And the one above I used, Brian, I used the photo or one that you did. And I say, hey, give me a, an image of a teacher who wears glasses, who loves podcasting about movies. And it created that image. Just now. Yeah. Yeah. And the turnaround, like you said, just now it it. It gives you that image almost instantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it it doesn't you know uh, pay your dollar ninety nine. We'll get it mm-hmm. to you in twenty four hours. I mean, yeah. here goes Fiverr's out the door. Yeah, yeah. God, these are just uh, yeah. It Pretty is amazing fascinating. Stuff it is it's absolutely fascinating. And so, uh, what are some of you? What are all these? God, you got so much on here, Brian. What is this? Jasper Friday Writer Write Sonic Any Word. What are all these things? They're all different AI writers. So, I mean, again, there are a ton out there. I just, mm. I did one. I haven't read this. Ryan O'Donnell, a man of might with a heart full of fire and a will to fight. He stands tall and strong, never backing down with a determination that wears the crown. Through every trial, he rises above with a courage that shines like the stars above he faces each day with full, with a heart full of hope and a spirit that helps him learn and cope with a smile that warms and a laugh that rings. He brings joy to all and light to everything. Ryan O'Donnell, a true inspiration, a shining example of determination. So here's to you, Ryan O'Donnell. May your light never dim and your spirit never fall you are a true hero in every sense of the word, and your legacy will forever be heard. Holy cow. Which one was this? This was chat GPT again. I said, oh, write a poem. GPT. Yeah, wow. write a poem about Ryan O'Donnell. <laughs> and that's what came up. Man. And the more that you put in there, you could say, write, you know, a poem about who loves, you know, Japanese organic farming and <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> it's just going to fill in all that stuff. Huh. Yeah. 
So, and again, I think it is just now coming to light. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's just broke the surface, mm-hmm. um, AI. And I think that's what we're all reacting <clears throat> to at the moment. But like you said, I think, you know, there's always that, that turn of, you know, of innovation. Um, and I think we're on a cusp of a different path right now. Wow. Okay. So, uh, fast forward to, we're going to talk about it at the end of the show, something new that we're doing, but Brian, that's what I'm going to share. Our next show is the creating about what my kids are going to create based on AI for their, for these, for this, this film that they're going to work on. Okay. That'll be great. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. All right. Any more on AI you got? Uh, I, like I said, I think this is just the beginning. Um, and I think there, we can have our separate, our, our sister, podcast on ai <laughs> we, i mean we can dive deep the shenanigans we can do with ai yeah uh okay awesome all right well let's jump into some other stuff here some other cool things to be able to check out since it's been a while what is uh what are some other things you want to check out mr briggs well going down the ai path i have this tool here uh it was it was under this suite it's tinywow.com it, again it's a, another suite of tools so you have pdf tools image tools that can solve your world problems, uh, image problems, video tools. Again, there's AI tools. I've used this AI writer and then there's file to tools. So again, there's just a ton of tools on here. So if you go to image tools and there's 30 tools within there, JPEG to GPA to JPEG, PDF to JPEG, AI image generator. So the HEIC to JPEG. So there's a bunch of tools within this suite that can help you come from, you know, uh, compressing to converting to creating. So there's, there's a ton in here. This is awesome. I just was looking at one because I was needing something. I forget what it was. And, uh, our friend Jen Giffen, uh, had shared, uh, on our, her most recent podcast cause, uh, uh, of some, of similar tools like this. It was, um, it was some image stuff and it looks like this is more than just image, but I was trying to convert something. I forget what it was. It was a PDF to something. It was, it was she was looking at tools like PDF Candy. But what I like here is this has got a whole bunch of them on here. Like, geez, the gosh, I can't stand the HEIC. You know, <laughs> need to get converted to JPEGs all the time, and so forth. They're, they got their own remove background tool. Have you tried that one? I haven't tried it. Well, I'm going to try it right now while you keep talking. So, so yeah, the PDF tools again, PNG to PDF, extract images from a PDF. Um, so it's, it's a whole library of PDF tools. Um, the video tools, again, you can compress video. There's a TikTok video downloader, video to GIF. Oh, that's good. A, a tic, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, a TikTok video downloader would be good. Here's here's one on the video tools. It's audio to text. So transcribe audio to text, which would be nice. MP4 to GIF. Oh, really? <gasps> One of the yeah. problems with that, though, was what, oftentimes in some of these online things, I was wondering about the size. Oh, here's one that I I like. WEBM to MP4. Uh, WebM, yeah. Yeah, so those file formats. So there's, there's a lot of file converters. I just wish kind of like how we're ultimately going to move towards USB-C and all that. Just yes. wish that, like, can we, can we all just get stuck with one image file tool and one video? Video has been the, the frustrating one for a long time. We we got to we got to MP3 for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to that's kind of the I don't want to say universal, but you know, it's commonly used. But yeah, now there's images 
all over the place. I just threw in there that, that little uh, AI image that I did. I just used your remove background. That did a pretty good job. Look at that one. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad. A little fuzzy over there. But all right. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And tiny wow. Tiny wow. A sweet full of tools. Check, check it out. Check it out. Yep. Hey, oh. Brian, do you, Brian, do you, oh, I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It got me. It got me. Hey, Brian, do you ever take any notes? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that was fast. Uh, I, I do. Did, I, I do. You do take a lot of notes? Yeah. What do you do for taking notes? Uh, What do you mean? What do, do you, I you use take paper notes and on? Pen? Do you use a tablet? Do you use something I, in between? Do you I Are you used, a sketch noter? No, I'm not a sketch noter. I do paper and pen, uh, post-it notes, and I use the rewritable a ton. Oh, so you do? That's that. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about the rewritable, Brian. The re- I think I shared it once on here before in the past. We did. But again, it's about Rocketbook. No, the rewritable. Uh, my wife has one right here. Oh, the actual pen. It's the no. It's the actual book. Oh, sorry, I wasn't even the, looking at the the years. remarkable. It's uh the person who created it had ADHD, like mm-hmm. everyone in this household. So again, it helps you focus because it doesn't have all the bells and whistle, and it's just uh digital ink on here and then there's a lot of great features on it also like what i use it for is then i can convert my handwriting to text and email it to me so i'll have it because my handwriting is pretty bad but uh yeah that's i use the rewritable it's how much is sorry, that? Re- remarkable it it's pricey i'll leave it at that remarkable remarkable yeah look it up oh they have a two. Oh, do you have the one I have the two. You have the two at two seventy nine. Yes, that is uh, the reason it's I was doing down. that. The reason I was doing it is because I, I I just saw one recently too that uh, old Amazon's jumping into the thing and doing the same thing for price here for more expensive. It's there, more expensive. It's more Amazon Kindles e scribe e reader. Wait, this is an e reader. Is this not the one I was looking up? Oh, this is something different. Sorry. Yes, so this is an e-reader so that you can be able to take notes while you're reading uh, on what you're reading so you can annotate your books and all that sort of stuff. But I like yours a lot, too, that it's just simply this. 279 I don't think that's that, that bad, Brian. It, no, no, but I think it, it used to be like 399 so they must be coming up. The, the one that I also like about the Remarkable is there is an uh, a Chrome extension. So when you have a PDF online, you can send it to the device and then I can write on the PDF or anything uh, like websites. Um, it converts it to a PDF. So then I can mark it up. Mm-hmm. So and take notes on it. So. Gotcha. Okay. So the other things I was just going to share too, besides that one is the idea about uh, what kind of tools, because it was a big thing back in the day when everybody was hot in the uh, going to conferences and be part of the P- your PLNs and how to be able to annotate, how to be able to do sketch noting, how to be able to do diagrams. How do, am I doing paper? How do I, if I'm a kid in college, what am I doing? Do I just have my laptop and am I just doing the, am I just typing my notes the whole time? And there's just something, all, there's so much research that it really is about the idea about the actual handwriting of something Mm-hmm. Helps helps encode it much more than just tapping or uh, typing or tapping away on a device and such. And so I've been finding myself more and more just using um, just using traditional paper. I played with the Rocket Book a little bit, Brian. Have you done those much? 
Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. They're still around, and I still see some people using them. Those are the reusable notebooks and planners. Originally, it was the whole you can throw it in the microwave and it would go That's away. That's what you... You're the one who got me on that. You shared yeah. it. You shared it as a check this out moment. I was I a got check one. this out forever ago. But m- m- nowadays, it's just simply about using those uh, flex flex gel pens or flexi flexicon or flexa. It's something. It's flexi flex seal fusion fusion plus. Is that it? Yeah. Something. Yeah, anyway, so. um, you, using those pens, the flexi anyway to be able to use it. So uh, I want to go back to the rocketbook because I just been using good old folios or whatever, and I just find myself losing them and put them in one place and not another one. But um, um, uh, digital note taking is what I'm going to get by, sort of get myself back into, and I want to look for an answer. So I think rocketbook is the answer I'm going to go with. You're going to go with Rocketbook? I think I'm going to start playing with Rocketbook, yeah. The other thing on your Remarkable one, I was really kind of intrigued by it, Brian, but it, there is a, it's a subscription as well, too. Is that right? Yes, there is a subscription on there. Uh, since I was had it a while ago, um, they gave the subscription for free, so I don't know <laughs> what it what it is. I got, since I was an early adopter, I got a lifetime subscription. Okay. So I don't know what it all entails yeah this is if you're really if this you really into like you got a lot really doing you're doing meetings all the time and sharing them and all that but anyway that's some digital note-taking tips for you what else you got for us mr briggs uh the next the next check this out mm-hmm. i my check this out number two i'm getting a little bit musical here okay. so i thought there's some fun uh muse lab is the nyu uh, music experience. So if you if you go to the site, uh, the one that I really liked, um, where was it? I liked the Nadio project. Um, there's also the Guitar Lab is on there. Uh, so there's just you just you kind of click on some of these links, and it takes you to uh, kind of like the Chrome experiment that you can play a little bit more with. So. Um, the music lab and then that Ableton learning is another one uh, learning music within here. So getting started making, and again, you can create your own loops on there. So uh, you probably can't hear it right now, but I can't hear it now. Yeah. Uh, it, again, it makes the little loops and you can sample things on there. So um, getting that's the Abbott learning lab, Ableton.com. So Whoa, those are, those right are fun. Sorry, I'm, I'm opening up your other one, your SRCade. Oh, yes. Holy I, crap. What is this? This is, it's a computer program and it uses your projector. So basically it's like your 80s retro games that you can project onto a wall. And so like you play video games on the wall and you go through and map out the areas on the wall and those become like, uh, involved in the game. Uh, so like balls can bounce off your door frame and it's, you know, another video they had, they're playing outside on the side of a house. Um, and again, Jesus you just create, I've been waiting for this. This is like, I've never seen something from Microsoft, like forever ago, your whole room is the thing, but Oh my God, the side of the house. This is yeah, fantastic. So, so I, this was a Kickstarter I got on and they said it's supposed to come in February. So maybe when we go to the Q conference, we can have this on a wall that would be fantastic so yeah that's that's one uh that's another one on here the arcade and then the very last one i have on there have you checked out josh Harmon? um you might go with your video classes again he uses like that's familiar 
No, I don't know Josh so, Harmon. He does like he takes movie clips and then he shows he shows how to make uh, the sounds to go with it. Oh, so this is so yeah, there's Foley sound, sound effects. Effect. This is lovely. Yes, so there's one on Wally sound effects on a drum. Um, he does a lot of Ratatouille. So yeah, so, so it, this is something that was on uh, on Instagram where the video and I just I'm always fascinated with it. So just sound this is effects what I'm trying to build is I want to be able to have I'm trying to be able to have one of these things set up in my room. I have the audio set up, but I want to have like what you see in those. If you ever looked at what these uh, audio um, rooms are like, these uh, Foley studios, which I need to be able to have drawers of hinges and gadgets and random things so that you could be able to create and so so one of my goals for this year is to be able to get my little sound studio going god he's done a ton of these things yeah again these if you're building the studio you can see like some of the instruments and tools he's using to mm-hmm. possibly recreate that a lot of drums he's got so he just sits at the drum set basically yeah and then he has he's doing you know there's the cloth on it and he's rubbing on the cloth to make a certain sound or mm-hmm. like chime. So it's basically, yeah, he's sitting in front of the snare drum and just doing all the, the foliage sound effects. Okay. Super cool. So those are, I guess that's a miscellaneous of for yes. check this out too. I'm still going so. back to this video of this SRK thing. God on the side of the house is just. So when it comes in eventually, maybe I need to make a visit out to Mr. O'Donnell's house. I can do it in the front of your house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So for me, Brian, you've probably seen this. Speaking of AI, you've seen, have you seen uh, the updates about how you can now start to edit your, your podcasters and even video with AI? No. Have you not seen a podcast out adobe.com? I have not. I've seen it. Uh, I never. I didn't dive into it. Okay, so here's basically w- one of these adding uh, artificial intelligence to the editing of audio for either directly for a podcast or the audio or the video in your film or whatever short video that you're making. This is what happens when everybody starts uh, podcasting. Brian, you've done this probably a bunch of times when people start podcasting and you, we just give them some advice. Brian and I have done tons of these workshops about how to podcast. And we tell them, like, just just record it. Don't edit it. Mm-hmm. Right. You just trim the edges. That's it. But don't get rid of the um, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, don't do that. Right. Don't do it. But buy a better mic as opposed to trying to do your your post editing stuff, but all those mm and ahs and those gaps, so many people have just spent so much time and they say, Oh, my first five episodes, I was editing them all. And it takes forever to get it out. Well, that's all gone theoretically with these new updates. So what Adobe's doing, there's is, uh, and it's not available yet. It's that uh, I would go there and I, I put in for the beta or whatever it's called or test and it's podcast.adobe.com. And basically what it's, uh, what it shows you here, and if you, you can scroll down a little bit, particularly to the bottom, and it says, I like this part where it says, you should now, instead of editing the waveform, you're going to edit the word. So um, try to, I know this is going to suck on an audio podcast, but what your audio looks like in an audio editing program is a bunch of up and down wave lines. When there's pauses, there's nothing. And when there's loud noise, then it peaks. It's and peaks and valleys. It's peaks and valleys. And so, you know, if there's a long valley, you can go in there and highlight it and delete it and mer- put those two back together or find where those th- those things are. And it's saying, don't don't edit the waves anymore. Now, Adobe's uh, 
this is going to be part of an Adobe podcast thing, but it's built into Adobe Premiere Pro, which I'm assuming virtually none of you use. It's the program that we use in our video um, uh, world. But basically, they got speech-to-text technology that as the person is talking, it can now see those words, and you can now highlight the words. You can do this in Premiere and say, hey, you know what? I didn't want to say that sentence or those words. I can highlight those words and hit delete. Then it's going to delete that that part of the video and put those two pieces together. You following me? Yes. Gotcha. So there's the tutorial. Uh, uh, there's the, not tutorial, but there's the, uh, you can see the future in action. If you go down to the bottom there, a little video by a guy named Sam, and it, he literally is going to walk you through and show you, hey, how to be able to just highlight the words, hit delete, and get rid of that stuff. And so this is, I think, the future of what audio editing is going to look like. Not available right now. Um uh, but it's in this thing for beta and it looks like, boy, it's really drag and droppy about how to be able to do this stuff. Uh, I, again, I'm going to circle back to, I forget what show we mentioned. Uh, I mentioned podcastle.ai. Yeah. You've done um, a couple, of a couple months ago. I ended up, I have a subscription cause I'm going to start the podcast uh, within my district. And so I did get a subscription to it. So I just put a link to, it's kind of very similar to the, all the tools that you could do within PodCastle, and it's it's a lot of the things that you just mentioned: mm-hmm. voice to text, uh, filler word detection, yeah. um, online video recorder. The one thing I like about the PodCastle, it's an iOS app, so I can use an iPad to do the recording. So oh, okay. I'm just going to plug in my Rodecaster Pro, uh, plug it into the iPad, and just use this. Um, so I haven't really got around to time to play around with it the one thing i did use i used the auto leveler once on our one of our episodes oh okay so yeah so someone was talking way away from the mic like this and so the auto leveler was able to level it up to make it even with everyone else so hmm so Uh, it's good stuff super cool i threw i threw in a link here from one of the um YouTubers that I follow in terms of Adobe Premiere, but she's, I got it to the point right where she's talking about this as a video editing tool. Cause it's basically the exact same tool and such. So, um, it's just crazy going back to the beginning of the episode, Brian, where we are, the future of having tools that are out there to be able to do these things for us. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's really reducing barriers in terms of being creating. I'm hoping. Yeah. And again, I think we've mentioned in the past, like you just said that over the weekend, you took 1500 photos, mm-hmm. you know, is there a, a program where you can drop them in and say, edit these, you know, yeah. you know, some sort of AI to clean them up, filter it out. If even you choose, can do it, even choose like, Hey, well, that'd be great. Like here's 1500 photos, pick the best two, two, you know, mm-hmm. the best hundred of them. Like, cause that's the problem right now. Like literally I'm sitting here podcast and I know like after this, I'm going to have to go back and go through them. And I got to weed that down to get rid of 90% of those pictures. Cause you shoot an event with a real camera. Like most of it is garbage, but you know, you need to find the nuggets yeah, when you have the, the sports that yeah. when you take it. So, and I think that's generally again, what AI is going to do in general, right? It is this, it, it's can it take some of those manual labor things that it can be really time intensive and like any shift in technology industrial revolution or automotive industry or whatever technological revolutions there's always going to be byproducts of things going away hey certain jobs are gone like you you were joking about like how fiber is going to be gone well there's some things that can be much more automated but new things will open up so 
something right. good will come out. Something good will come up. All right. Well, those are check this out. So it was good podcasting again. But you mentioned about, hey, we used to do this thing called What's Your Playlist? What's your new idea? Uh, my new idea, I got the idea came from you the, when you were making uh, your video for school that you you felt energized because you were creating again. And I think to keep us motivated and energized, we're going to share what have instead of what's on your playlist, it's what have you created? So since the last time we podcasted or so to share out some ideas of something you created. So I, I will go ahead and start first. All right. Um, got a link so for something, me. Yeah, so uh, we had a district PD day, um, and it was it was it was pretty fun. Um, it was all staff certificated and classified. So, like in my Canvas session, I had math teachers sitting next to bus drivers um, and secretaries sitting next to third grade teachers. So it was it was really cool that we we're all there together learning. So one of the activities I had was again every start of the new year you have the one word challenge. So I had them in Canva create uh, in an Instagram post format, you know, what's their one word. So they, you know, made the copy of it. They were able to fill it out, you know, how they're going to stay true to that word. And then they're going to post it to their Instagram. So that is one piece of my presentation I created was the one word. Hey, so can I pause real fast? I we we did a couple episodes ago, and I really liked it. the um, The canvas versus um, Canva versus Adobe uh, Creative Creative Cloud Express dot com. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I don't use either a whole bunch still because I'm I'm deeper in those the actual anyway. Um, but tell me about, so I don't know, uh, I haven't been using Canva a whole bunch, but tell me about what you just shared in terms of the, you can share a template. Uh, yeah. So I share a template and it's just like making force a copy in Google. That's what I'm wondering. Um, yeah. So then it makes a copy and it puts it into your Canva, your Canva drive. Um, it, it's funny because at the PD, every session that had Canva in it was packed yeah. um, at, at the at the conference at our PD day. So again, I've been using um, Canva presentation instead of Google slides because really? it has mad. You're more, yeah, I mean, it's it, just blown me away. Canva is just, it's all everybody's talking about. Yeah. It, again, one of the things I like presenting with it, the, the key part, uh, you might dig this too, is um, in Canva presentation, they have magic keys. So like if you hit uh, M, a little animated hand comes out with a microphone and drops it. If you hit blur, it blurs the screen. So, you know, you can't read anything in case you're using in class. You can bring back focus to your students. You can hit that um, drum roll. But the one I really like the best is this is what you'll dig. If you use any of the number keys, it instantly pops up a timer. So if I hit nine, a nine minute timer comes up. If I hit five, a five minute timer comes up. So when I was doing this, uh, this professional learning session, I would say, okay, here's, here's the one word challenge. I'm going to give you five minutes, ready, set. And then I just hit five and the little timer comes up and starts counting down. So yeah, so this is the thing we've been, awesome. we've been talking about Google slides and it feels like what, when the, uh, when the Google for education came out and they basically mm -hmm. did what nobody thought they're going to break up. A dependence on Microsoft Office. And like, that's never going to, people are always going to use Microsoft Word. You're like, no, like it full on changed everything. And we, I felt like years we've talked about 
where's their updates? Like it's, it's got, yeah. they've had a few things here and a few things there, but like now Canva has come along with this new thing called Canva docs. Is that what it's called? Canva docs? Yeah. Canva docs. Like it's, it's not just, dirt. it's not just you're making Instagram posts and, and trifolds. Like it, it took what Microsoft, well, again, Microsoft, people have failed. I think Microsoft, they had, they had the great tool, which they should have just ran with, which was Microsoft uh, publisher. Like, hey, we need an open, flowy sort of thing that I can design and do everything with. And Canva did it. They created the better publisher. Yeah. And it is chalk-filled. That's too little. Just blown away with the amount of templates that are out there and the community that has embraced this thing. And now by going after Docs, this Canva Docs is just uh, – And also – They're, take, got, they're taking also, on Google Docs. Like, this is nuts. The, they also have their collaborative whiteboard. So they're taking on, you know, the Jamboard. Um, you have nobody, that element on this Jamboard. I know. Do they? Uh, Is anybody listening? Yeah, there are people out there. Really? I don't think so. Prove me wrong. Maybe they're not listening. Maybe nobody they're listening to this. Try. They're listening to the Jamboard. <laughs> Jamboard never like it just came anyway. Just, it's so basic. It's too basic, and it didn't do anything else. Like that was it. Like. Do some of the shit. I'm sorry. The stuff that you're talking about here, yeah. which is like the, yeah. the, the the timer, like little things. Like, yeah. yay, add bitmojis in there. And, oh, great, I can hit a button and a stinking hamburger comes up or whatever. Like, you're like, gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. So, because it, it, before, you know, we had the URL create with chrome.com. I went out to find create with canva.com. Someone already has it. Oh, but boy. again, everything that we used to do with our Chrome um, activities and workshops, you can do it in Canva and it makes it, uh, much prettier. Mm -hmm. You know, I, how you say, uh, Google slides is the Corolla. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, and I think, I think Canva's up in the game and making it the Camry. There are some clunky things that I do miss, uh, like, like in what? Google slides. Um, it's not really that flexible so much. Um, it, like placing stuff. I like, I'm used to in Google sites. You can do it is when you lock something down, when you try to lock something down in Canva, it locks the whole slot, like slide down instead of just pieces. You have to individually go through. So there's some nuances. It could be done, but it's just not as, I think, again, I did a lot in slides. That's what I'm comfortable with. It's just this whole dog's learning a new trick and it happens to be Canva. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I've been, Everything I've been doing has been in Canva. Yeah. You should have att attended my session in Chico. Yeah. And and we're going to, we'll talk more about it in future episodes, but we're going to be back in Palm Springs and we're going to uh, go to the Q conference there. And uh, I'm assuming there's just going to be a crap ton of Canva there, Brian. Yeah. I got to see like when the sessions come out. Um, and yeah. again, I think, I think again, um, the, the battle, like we said, that podcast, Adobe versus Canva, uh, it's kind of like Canva's like the grassroots because, you know, it's it's like it's still kind of hearsay uh, for the most part. You know, hey, have you tried this? It, you get those wackadoodles coming in like myself that are, yeah, this is great. You know, it, mm -hmm. it's still it's new. Uh, and again, Adobe has been the has been the the anchor for so long. But here's what I don't know if I can do it. Am I just too old or whatever? But I don't I. I, I'm just, and I I, I appreciate that. Can, I am old. I appreciate that Canvas trying because I see over there the button that says Google Drive. Like bring in your stuff because that's my mm -hmm. thing. It's like I spent my I've spent so many years Microsoft PowerPoint. I love me PowerPoint, and I could 
do the crap out of PowerPoint. Still to this day, I still think it's my go-to thing. And then it was like, hey, you know what? I moved to Smart Notebook and I spent two years in Smart Notebook and felt like this is it and then made the jump to Google Slides. And I'm like, oh boy, am I just going to go all... Because does anybody else feel like me? I, I'm all in on one or the other. Like that, when I named with Smart Notebook, again, that was it. But I, I don't think I can do three things in Canva Docs. But again, I, I I don't I haven't really explored Canva Docs. But again, it it's that it, for me, it's that creative element that it's it's fun. Um, you know, it, it sparked that reinterest. You know, that's in engagement in myself going in Canva. So that's what is generated. Again, I could sit on the other day. I had my iPad out. Sophie sent me a photo of her like it was raining down in Redlands and she's all bundled up. You know, I took it, ran it through its own removed background and stuck it in the background, like the foreground of Hoth. Mm -hmm. So it looks like she was hanging out. But again, all within my iPad and I was able to save it as a photo and send it back within like two minutes. So it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. It's fun. All right. I'm going to start digging around in Canva when I ever get some stinking free time in my life. But yeah. Yeah. That's what I got. Mm. So that was the one word. That's what I created and we'll see more. So what have you created? Uh, Mine was more than one. Mine was one word, but it was more than one word. Mine. I don't want to go into too deep dive of what it is, but I just spent uh, I can't tell you how many hours of my life I spent on creating this one thing, which was um, a project, a, a video, a an experience for my school that came out really quite how much I, I wanted it to. And basically, I've been wanting to um, bring a little school spirit to my school. And uh, my school's been around since 19, the 1990s. And I heard that there, we, we used to have a mascot because our, our, our mascot is the Thunder. We don't have... We don't have a thing. There's nothing even visual. We shouldn't even be a lightning bolt. So we're just the sound effect. And I heard that in the 90s before I got to the school that there was actually a, a mascot that ran around, that there was this dinosaur. And I was always intrigued by trying to find this. And I've, I've been asking people and I felt like it was a hunt for me to try to find because I've heard rumors that there's photos of this thing. Long story show, short, I found an old program for a football game in the 90s, and I saw a picture of this thing, and I thought, hey, I have visual evidence. Then I started to find the – looked at the girl who wore it and f- hunted her down on Facebook. She didn't know where it was. I keep asking all these people, but ultimately I found this costume, this this mascot. from It has not been opened up since 1997, and uh, I found it. And I'm like, I want to bring this thing back. I think it would be something really cool for the school. And so thus began it began a video where I wanted to turn my hunt for this dinosaur mascot into a Raiders of the Lost Ark slash Jurassic Park style video. And um, I did two videos. I did a first part that was a teaser and I just we ran it. I run the school show, so I, had the, I control the media, so I can do whatever the hell I want. So I played this really long. I told the teachers, too, it was the last week of school. I'm like, hey, I'm way over time. If everybody wants to play this, play it. And I leave it on a let, left it on a cliffhanger that the people that that I'm the, myself and my friend are our, the main characters. And we find the box where it's in and we lift it up and it says to be continued. And I heard so much feedback from the teachers that all the kids were super engaged and they're all frustrated that they couldn't see what was really in the box. And part two was supposed to be the, um, hey, we'll play the vi- the part two of the video live at our teacher talent show, which took place in the middle of the last, it took place the last week of school. And um, 
the turnout was just fantastic. We had so many kids come. We did two shows that were both sold out. And I played part two in the theater with everybody in there, a couple other people watching it. And then at the end of the video, it cuts to black. And then the, I left it as another cliffhanger. And then the actual dinosaur comes running on stage with me and my fellow teacher sort of confronting it. And it was just, it was a hoot. We had so much time, so much fun making it. I cannot tell you how many hours I put putting into this. Uh, I had so much help from some uh, students who helped and adults who helped and everything, but um, it really just got me back in the creative mode again. And um, it was also a great experience because I teach my kids to be creators. And I told them I haven't created something myself personally. I make videos for other people. I do things for other people, make this forever, but do a flyer for somebody else, do whatever. And I'm like, I haven't made, made a true creative thing, a large project in a while. And it was about as, um, 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 it does what creating does. I just ha- I feel so much more uh, professionally engaged uh, over the past two months now and still riding the high. Bought stickers. Thunder- His name's Thundersource. He came out and he was throwing stickers and all that sort of stuff. So we got more plans. Now the whole school, people are talking to me like, we got to get a new mascot. We got to fundraise and get a new Thundersaurus. And it's just, it's <laughs> been, it has just been, it's been such a hoot. So um, I want to keep creating more. So it's awesome. And again, I think that's just listening to you when you were describing it uh, on Voxer. And again, you generating this idea was on our car ride down to Q last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. were sharing it with me. It has been. And again, I go ahead. Yeah. A, again, it's been a year in the making mm-hmm. almost. And again, but just hearing how excited and uh, energized you were, that's why I kind of wanted to. trigger this uh and see how it goes it's fun and like i'm saying this is how i feel i feel so uh engaged and seeing the response that you guys know when you make something it could be anything you could be a chef you can make food not even a full chef but right you make a meal and people are really excited about the cookies that you made and you're like look at that you brought joy like bringing joy is is awesome and even in our weird way you, you create one hell of a lesson you do one great educational experience you connect with a kid um it just it just makes it all worthwhile and so um not about you i'm just um i know a lot of a, a lot of teacher friends of mine around are, are, are in a little bit of a dark place right now um because of um post-pandemic things still are bad and all this kind of stuff but um yeah i'm, I'm, I'm in a real positive headspace i gotta be honest with you that's that's awesome because it's blue dinosaur, man. Of a blue dinosaur. Blue dinosaur. Not not the purple dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> nope. You're all on sound effects today, man. Yep. It's my two new favorite sound effects. Nope. Uh what's that from? What's the Yepa note from? It's from the song EB EB E forty uh Choices. Everybody's got choices. Yep. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, hey, we got to do this again more often, man. Let's do it again more. We we got Groundhog's Day right around the corner. We do. Yeah. Let's do the goofy one. And I mentioned before, way back in the episode, I said, hey, with this new thing that we're doing about what we're creating, I'm going to share next time what my um, – I'm going to share oh, with yeah, some of my – uh, Yeah, what the AI is going to sort of kickstart, hopefully, some of my student ideas. I'm going to I'm gonna do that this week. So That sounds good. Let's get back on a routine, Briggs. Come on. Let's do it. Yeah, people are come asking. on. The people yeah. are asking, aren't they? Nope. Nope is right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's going to be my AI. Hey, Chad GPT, yeah. are people wanting more? Check this out podcast. Nope. <laughs> it yep. knows. It knows. Yep. 
that's good. <laughs> we can give yeah, Chat yep. GPT a voice. It's just those two things. Magic eight <laughs> ball, right, Chat GPT. Mm. Am I going to make a lot of money okay. doing this podcast in years to come? Yep. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. Yeah. What do I do? It's, it's like, finally gonna pay this off. Is, this is the like the magic eight ball. Nope. <laughs> You're loving that. <laughs> you need to have that little thing on your the little uh little, on my phone. Uh, on your phone or just a little button. Boop, yep. yep. Nope. That'd be awesome. Yep. If you're walking around at a conference like it. Hey Briggs, let's get lunch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's stay out really late tonight. Is that sound good, Brian? Nope. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Not for me. Let's yeah. wake up at 4 a.m. Yep. <laughs> Should we get a lot of coffee? Yep. <laughs> oh. Should I pass on the Coors Light? I think, I think nope. we got our answer for the show. It's yep. Nope. <laughs> yep. Nope. Nope. Everybody's got choices. Uh, all right. Uh, Till next time. Next- <laughs> yep. You need to check this out. Yep. (laughs) That was good. I needed that. That was good. Yep.